podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well from this channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon to make advance me turning time and putting new content on. As always, like saying our channel sponsors on Tucket, check them out in the description below. Today we have another X Hammer, as you can see. Uh, I believe Nigel's our 80th X player we've had on the channel, which is mental because we've only been going for a year, but uh, it's all good. Um it's Mr. Nigel Winterburn. How are you, Nigel? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How's uh how, how's life treating you at the moment? Um pretty much like a lot of people, I think. Uh, I've been locked away for far too long. <laughs> Uh, but we are surviving. Oh, I think we are very, very lucky where I uh, and the family live with uh, lots of open spaces. So, um, yeah, we can we can just do as we like, really, without coming into contact with too many people, which has helped. Uh, but also, as well, it can get a bit boring, can't it? So, um, and I have to admit, I did not enjoy the football last season. Uh, I think it's probably the least amount of games I've watched really uh, yeah. since I retired. Yeah, I just found it was, it's not football, is it? Yeah. For me, supporting uh, your team, having those fans inside the stadium, the atmosphere, the pressure it puts on you, uh, not knowing what's going to happen and how they're going to react is part of the game and that's yeah. part of why I played and uh, unfortunately I found it very very difficult to watch last season hence don't ask me too much because I haven't got a, bit, a clue what went on <laughs> well it doesn't matter nice. all, all is, is, is West Ham did well and Arsenal didn't do that well that season that's it that's that's basically the synopsis of the season for once for once we're very very fortunate of a good season for us I know what you mean though and actually with the Euros and stuff I know we don't want to talk about it too much but um seeing like fans again in the stadium just you know you saw how much it meant obviously the guys covering the games as well the ex-professionals seeing the fans uh, and hopefully beginning of the season we'll have full capacity back at the london stadium and emirates and all the other grounds so he's hoping he's hoping he's yeah hoping. Um, uh, yeah i'm hoping we will even if it's not full capacity i'm, I'm yeah. it's looking like it will be but uh yeah, just to get some support back inside will give us some normality and we can can hopefully move on. Yeah, totally. No, exactly. And yeah, and as I said, it's one of those things where typically typically West Ham had quite a good season last season, considering it's typical because there's no bloody fans yes, there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the West Ham way night. Maybe that's the key. Well, you know what? I, do you know what? There's, there's, there is, there is truth in that. I think I, I've always, you know, obviously I was still there. I was still playing the music and stuff in the grounds. You know, still, you know, still walking out to bubbles and stuff. So, still doing that. And I think actually, you're right. I think for some, at some time at the beginning of the season, uh, it wasn't a very enjoyable place. Um, and so, no fans there probably helps the team get into the season. But there were certain games where the, the teams would have, the fans would have brought them over the line, and we'd yeah. have got a few more points. So, mm. you know, it's good with the bad. But uh, yeah. no, it's all good. And uh, and yeah, not only got five, we only got five weeks to wait until it kicks off again. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm ready. Can't I'm wait. ready to go. <laughs> You're ready. He double jabs. Um, Nigel double jabs. I am double jabbed. Although I uh, just got a ping this morning. Oh. Thank you from the NHS. Look, I haven't been near anybody for 18 months. But they... <laughs> so I think they were feeling sorry for me. Just checking said, could, you do, still there. 
could you do another uh, another another few days? I think it's oh, I've, I think we got to, we've got another four days or something to do. So it, oh, it will be yeah. yeah, it will be fine. Yeah, we fine. It'll be fine. Anyway, anyway, so so for, for for those maybe sort of younger fans, um, obviously, yes, yes, Nigel played five hundred fifty games for Arsenal, and you know he did win three league titles and you know Catwoman's Cups, but more importantly, he played ninety four times for West Ham, and um, and so much so you got to the pinnacle that you retired after Lee, after you you stint at West Ham. You know that was it. You were at the at the pinnacle of your your career playing for West Ham, and so. Uh, um, <laughs> But 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 I tell you what, it was, I was looking through it and and or or you could have said, in other words, I was too old. N- not at all, <laughs> not at all, not at all, Nigel, not at all. Mm. Um, what by in in terms of the, the the move from from Arsenal to West Ham, you know, what was what was the what was the stepping stones? Because obviously, you know, you you you'd played for Arsenal for so many years, won so much. Were, were you looking to leave, or was it if not- a if offer comes up or? No, not really. I wasn't. I, I, obviously, I. To be honest with you, I'd always planned to retire at Arsenal. That yeah. was what I was looking to do. Um, and obviously, when uh, Arsene Wenger came in, there was a lot of uncertainty. But I'm, you know, he came in in '96. But yeah. I managed to uh, hang on for four more years. But you know, Arsene Wenger is such a such a great man. Uh, he's very very hard to fall out with. Sure. And even you know, he, I, I had a conversation. Uh, I think it was around uh, Christmas time, um, uh, and ninety nine. I think it, it it was just after, and he was just saying to me that I'm looking to um, start to change things up a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, you probably won't be uh, the number one uh, in your position anymore, but obviously you're you, you've still got a huge part to play mm. um, for for the club, but. Um, Anyway, so we uh, from there on in, it was a case of you know how could I handle that? I was very very lucky in my career. I was used to play at most places I went to. I was playing regular, yeah. Um, and I, I literally had done about three months at Arsenal when I was playing once every five or six weeks. Silvino had come into the team, yeah. And literally, I I, I just couldn't deal with it. The mm. the disappointment of training monday to friday if you like if you're thinking about it in in regular terms and not being selected on saturday was yeah. just too much for me yeah um so i spoke with arsene again and said look you know it's not what i wanted but i think i've still got something to offer yeah um so i've got to be honest with you at the end of the season i'm going to be looking to, to move and i think he knew because mm. he just said look whatever decision you make we will we we will help you with uh with that journey and he he was you know he was brilliant all the way through and i sort of let people know that i was potentially going to be going to be moving mm. um and uh, I, west ham came up very very quickly um i love this the love the style of play so um I pretty much knew that I was going to join West Ham provided everything went smoothly. Yeah. And I didn't realise why it wasn't because I thought I was leaving on a free transfer after all my service to Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but they sort of chucked in a bit of the bombshell at the end of the season um, that they wanted me to stay uh, and offered me my biggest contract I think that I'd ever been offered. 
Oh, wow. Um, and it was, mm, uh, <laughs> I just, you know, <laughs> yeah, the money's nice, but football is more important to me. I just yeah. couldn't handle once every five or six weeks. Um, no. I, I already knew what I was, the salary I was getting at West Ham anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd already agreed that with uh, with Harry. And then we just had to, you know, it's all really sorted. And then we just had to try and work out why all of a sudden Arsenal wanted 500,000 for me. <laughs> I think it was for turning down the contract, if I was honest. <laughs> and David D wasn't very happy. No. Uh, but in the end, it all sorted out. And uh, uh, I think West Ham got conned out 250 grand. But <laughs> not really. <laughs> but, I mean, we got, but, we got I mean not, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was. Games but, yeah, that's not a con. That's yeah, all, no, but, but it was you know it was it uh, so from my point of view i was pretty strong on who i was joining straight yeah. away which was 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 you guys mm. um but there was a couple of little hurdles and a couple of little grenades thrown in the way to try and tempt me to stay but uh, for me it was more about playing yeah um totally. and you know i just i just wanted that opportunity to to keep pushing yeah uh right to the end of my career really yeah, totally. And, and it's quite refreshing because we see, you know, we see, we see a lot of players, you know, nowadays who aren't that way inclined. Some people want to be, I mean, we've, we've interviewed quite a lot of the youth team actually around you at the round your title, just before you joined the teams that won the 1999 FA Youth Cup. And a lot of them, Harry offered them a contract to stay in the squad, but they wanted to be first. They wanted to play first mm. team. And so they, they may have dropped down and played for Scunthorpe or Swansea, but they made three, 400 appearances for that. And they, they made a career away from West Ham. That's mm. probably the same from yeah. you, from, from the other other end of the spectrum, so to speak. And, and that's, that's. I mean, it, it is about, you know, <laughs> and it, I think that's, again, that's more of a slightly romantic view of football now i think i think fans now have that assumption that they all want to play you know that all the players want to play but unfortunately there's some the money in the game now it means that you know they will sign a big contract and stay you know obviously west ham have got an issue with with jesse lingard at the moment you know he's going to go back to man united is he going to stay at west Mm. ham it's like well you know clearly if he goes to west ham he's going to be playing first team football if he goes to man united he's not so you know it's 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 there's a i think there's a, a slight disconnect with with how fans yeah. see I think to, I think to be fair you know you've I think you've got a high majority of players that are playing for the love of the game and they yeah. know that yeah. actually now if they're at a big club even in my time you know relative wage wise sure. that uh, if you were successful you're at a big club for long enough you were going to earn some 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 decent money but there were those yeah. players that would say they got the opportunity oh no I'm just going to take the money I, you know I think that's quite a brave Mm. Uh, to say, but from 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 my point of view, it was more about you know wanting to play football. Who I was who I was playing for, really. So, um, yeah. or I would, you know, to be to be quite honest with you, I I would have, you know, I'm, I'm quite open and honest about it. My idea was to re- retire at Arsenal, but yeah. I still felt that I had at least another couple of good seasons to go, mm. um, provided I was playing regular because. I knew that the training that I needed to do would give me that push for the for the match day, and once I lost that at Arsenal, yeah. I uh, I found that very hard. Not only in terms of I felt I was losing out physically, mm. uh, not playing uh, matches week after week, but also mentally it became very, very hard to take. So um, hence why 
you know, as soon as the, the uh, West Ham became interested, I mean, it was like, well, well here we go. We can reset the trigger and, uh, yeah. and and start again for me. And one of the you know the things I've always said when I joined West Ham was my big big worry was that and let's be honest about it West Ham have taken some players coming towards the end of the career where it hasn't worked yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and my 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 big thing was to say that listen you're getting everything that I've got yeah. whether I'm assigned two years but whether I'm here here one year two years or three years I'm you know I'm here to 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 make sure that uh, I show you that uh, I'm not here. You know, I'm not here for the money. I'm I'm here yeah. for the football and, and and trying to give that enjoyment back to people. Yeah, totally. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and totally, Nigel. And I think also, you know, and obviously being being a guy so synonymous of Arsenal as well, you know, then to but I think because you came in and and you know it was clear that you're not here. For, you weren't there for the paycheck. You know, it was, you you were going to put it in. Then the crowd just took to you. And you know, considering that chicken run, I mean, you've been running up down that chicken run in a red in a red shirt for a, a long time down West Ham, and now you're wearing a claret and blue one. You know, all the guys. I, I, yeah, I dodged, I, dodged away, the, I dodged a few bullets while I was. Uh, <laughs> wearing a red shirt yeah let me tell you i never went into that crowd to get the ball out that's for sure <laughs> there were some big guys running down those steps at times yeah they yeah were. yeah you can you can have the ball just give it me back when you want it's not a problem where's the ball boys, ball boys. Yeah. <laughs> the ball boys were bigger than me <laughs> I know, it's such a, but that's part and parcel of being away. And as you said, you know, with with West Ham, you know, with with Upton Park, you know, obviously, you know, you, you went there as I said as an Arsenal player, and now you're as a West Ham player, and so it's a completely different. Mm. You know, it was an intimidating ground, it was, but you know, it was a ground that if you gave your all, they'd give it back to you. And yeah, and, it, was a, you know, it was a good place to play. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, good fun. Good, and and you came into a team that was, you know, really, you know, under Harry. You know, it, it, it was on the up. You know, it was it was a successful team. We had a great, you know, we had guys like yourselves, more sort of, you know, uh, you and Piercy and people like the sort of vet, no disrespect, sort of veteran players. And no, we had yeah, guys definitely. We had, then we had the Joe and Rio and and Sinclairs and and it was a it was a right hodgepodge, a right hodgepodge of. Of, and and mm. Andy Canio, of course, your your mate yeah. was there. My friend um, was there, yeah. Your friend yeah. Was, was 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 what was the first day like with Paolo walking into training? Well, they, um, the, the lads, well, I don't know whether it was them or whoever it was, was uh, certainly had a sense of humour because they put uh, me and him next to each other to change. Brilliant in the changing room. But uh, to be quite honest with you, listen, I got on well with uh, Paolo. I think he had. Yeah. The same sort of mentality as me. He had a winning mentality. He, you yeah. know, uh, he liked things to be done right. Um, and if he, uh, and if he didn't, he left the training pitch very, very quickly. Uh, went off in his uh, Ferrari, <laughs> and then we see him again the next day as if nothing had happened. So, um, yeah, I, to be quite honest with you, I got on, I got on very, very well with him. I've seen him a couple of times since I finished, and. You know, we've had a chat. We've never even mentioned the um, really the incidents that we had. It's something that passion of the game that we, um, you know, that, uh, that that spilled over in one game. People, you know, I laugh at myself about it. So I'm not, you know, yeah. I couldn't care less if people bring it up. They try to intimidate with me sometimes on social media, but I'm I'm just turning around and say. I'm sitting here laughing at myself, mate. So if you think yeah, you yeah. are going to intimidate me by <laughs> by you know giving me 
uh, you know, a, a few bits on it on social media. You've just got you've just got no chance. So, but we, uh, yeah, we we got on very very well. Yeah. It was, a, as I said, but it's, it's just, you, I mean, when you look at the team, when you look at the, 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 the squad, particularly the one you joined, I mean, obviously, obviously it was you. And then a week later, Big Dave, Big Dave, you know, your Arsenal teammate, old Big Dave Suker signed as well, didn't he? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so <laughs> did you know he was going to sign? No, I, di I didn't know. And um, I suppose I was a little bit surprised because Davon uh, had a bit of an injury and uh, I think he, he really struggled when he, he came to West Ham. His yeah. his ankle was his left ankle in particular wasn't right, and that was his strong side. Yeah, and you could tell that because I used to even watch him in training. And a lot of times, I don't know if you ever you've noticed when you watched him play, he used to flick the ball up a little bit to try and strike it, and that usually is a bit of a sign that you've got can't a bit get. of a yeah, you've got that can't get that power through. You're trying to yeah. trying to elevate it a bit to get a bit of power, but it, I I didn't know he was coming. Um, <laughs> But yeah, again, he's he's a, he's a terrific guy. Though he's someone great to to have around if if uh, if you know, if you know him. But um, yeah, I don't think he it was uh, probably not as. Uh, successful as we uh as we wanted it to be really no no it was one of those it, it, unfortunately it was a bit it was a bit of a conveyor belt um you know particularly mm. in the forward positions i think where it, yeah. you know it didn't work with him and and you know we brought a few others and, and stuff like that and and obviously you know that that oh one oh sorry 2000 2001 uh season was yeah reasonably successful i mean i think, I think we finished like 15 for some of that season um and and but then harry left didn't he, he left at the end of may with mm. glenn sort of taking over um you know when it went i mean obviously you've been under Wenger. i mean obviously with graham and wenger you know when it when a manager changes um does that put you on edge as a player well i think i don't know if it puts you on edge um you obviously realize that there are going to be some changes yeah but you've just got to be big enough and strong enough uh and i think a lot of players if i'm honest with you are very ruthless they're yeah. all about themselves, although we're sure. playing a team game. They want to be number one in their position. Yeah. And I think when you have a change of manager, you've just got to make sure you're the guy that's in that number one position. Yeah. And then you try and, you know, work with your teammates um, to produce a, a, a successful team. Uh, and then you listen to the new manager's ideas and you hope that you're going to enjoy. Yeah um the, the the training method so there's always a little bit of anxiety there because mm. you're not sure if uh particularly with me i'm not sure what you know what glenn's thinking about me whether he's looking to replace me whether he thinks it's too old whether he thought i shouldn't be joining or sure. so but you know you just gotta you've just gotta try and put in the performances that mm. even if someone has a little doubt about you that you 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 change their opinion very quickly yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And obviously, then the following season, we you know, from fifteenth, I think we finished seventh. You know, it was one of our mm. highest ever. ever so it was a, a great season. You yeah. know, and and it was crazy. I was looking back at the scores, and there was like we'd lose seven one, and then draw four all with Charlton. It was like you know, there was just oh, it was a <laughs> weird season, season, a very weird season. Don't know how we finished seventh, but we did. We did finish seventh, and then obviously the last year we went down. And I, I, we had David James on a few weeks ago, and we were talking mm. about the differences between, you know, what happened between 01 and 02 and 02. And we had like Sinclair on, we've had like, and no one could put their finger on what happened. No one, no, and it, uh, to be quite honest for me, it was, um, it was, a, it was a, uh, a bad year for me, a yeah. bad season uh, for me, um, because uh, I broke my wrist in training. 
Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I can't remember. Before Christmas. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that I'd broken it. Um, so, um, but when I was at home, I couldn't do a lot of stuff at home. Um, and I realized something was, was wrong. So I went, I went back to, uh, the specialists and, uh, they confirmed that I'd had a break, but it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, mending properly. Sure. So, um, you know, they, they said, uh, you, you know, we can't leave it. We're going to have to re-break it and operate yeah. it and pin. So I had that done and then uh, I wasn't allowed to play because of the cast. Yeah. We were struggling. We couldn't win a game at home. Mm. And the team we had was unbelievable. I think we, as well, we'd had a few problems up front. We've got a lot of injuries. I, mean, I think I remember Ian Pierce playing there. Up front, yeah, he days. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, it was such a, a weird, because at times we'd come out up to part and we were playing well. And the crowd were behind us, but we couldn't get the goal. And then you just knew that someone was going to make an individual error. Yeah, yeah. And it just seemed to happen every single game. Yeah. And you just we just got into a bit of a hole. Uh, and then for me, obviously, at that period, I, I, you know, I, I was out the team. I wasn't playing. I was waiting for my wrist to heal. And then, uh, personally, I found out my dad was really ill with oh, um, cancer. So, for me, it was I was really caught because... I knew we would be in a relegation battle, but yeah. also um, it was just a jolt out of the blue of what happened to yeah. my dad. He was really ill. Um, and to be fair to to uh, Glenn, I went to see him and just, I basically just said, look, I'm retiring as of now. You know, my, my father's really ill. I just need to give him all that time that I can. Totally. Um, but Glenn was brilliant. He just said, look, no, we, you know, we, absolutely will support you so yeah. what i was doing i was training at home and literally just going in once a week so i had no idea yeah of what the the atmosphere was like yeah, so yeah, we're yeah, half, yeah literally just over halfway through the season i knew we were in trouble yeah but i was almost losing touch because what was happening yeah. you know i was you know i was just i was just wasn't in that in that uh in that right space and um, no, totally. it was just well it's just just you just as callous as it seems you've got to get on with it guys you've got to you've got to pull it so you know obviously i i i didn't well west ham wouldn't let me rip up my contract um so i i, I stayed on but in essence i'd left really because yeah. i was training yeah, yeah. at home and i was in once a week and then obviously sir trevor came in um and then we, uh, you know, and, and did remarkable really. And then we you know, we got Paolo back into the team. He'd fallen out um, uh, with, with Glenn, but just that, you know, that final push at the end of uh, you know at the end of the season just wasn't enough. And I've always said to this day, if you go back and look at the results, the crucial everyone looks at it. And for me, the crucial game was we lost two 0 I think it was at Bolton away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a draw that game, in essence, probably, would you look at the results, that just pushed them three points further ahead yeah. of us. And that, for me, that was the game. Well, I think we needed that game was to come away with at least a draw. And I genuinely still believe now that, um, you know, we, 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 we would have stayed up. Yeah, yeah. 
it was it's, it's one of those things isn't it looking back at it as you say but you know you, you're totally right nigel you know you sort of you know i mean to, to us a very similar thing happened to my wife uh with, with her dad and so yes she 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 was not part-time but she was over in the states and she came and mm. lived in the uk because he, he had he had cancer and stuff so it's the same i can i can totally vouch for for how uh how you must have felt it's all split loyalties yeah it's 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 your, it's your career but it's your dad and yeah it's and with everything going else as you know and everything else it's just a it was just a, a horrible season particularly being your last season as well um yeah i mean football. it was it, it it was weird because i hadn't planned it to be my last season because i if, i don't know whether you knew i'd i'd signed two years for west yeah, two ham. years first and then you would... yeah yeah so I'd, I'd i'd finished and west ham were not renewing my contract yeah it was bizarre and i'd gone away and then um you know, I I I just got a call one day. I can't even. It wasn't even straight after the season. It was, I think it was like a couple of weeks after. Um, and Steve Cutner, who did a bit of work for me, he said, "Oh, like West Ham have just been in contact. They want to re-sign you." I was like, "Well, they just let me go." Like, <laughs> it was like, "What the heck's going on?" He said. So I said, "Okay, well, what's the situation?" He said, "Well, we've got a bit of a problem." He says, "Oh, well, what's the problem?" It's like. Well, they want to offer you sixty percent less wages than they gave you last year. So I was like, "Oh, look, listen, I'd love to, I'd love to, uh, you know, I'd love to carry on and give it a, uh, give it another go." So, um, and I said, "Anyway, Steve, look, sort the deal out, and uh, just don't call me uh, in the next couple of hours because I'm in the middle of playing golf." <laughs> so I said, "Just." Just wait, you know, wait for a couple of hours and then just give me a call back if you've sorted the deal out and just let me know what it is. So <laughs> absolutely call me back and he said, I've I've agreed to uh, uh um I've agreed your contract for you, but I think I better tell you what it is because I had no idea what the contract <laughs> was. So um yeah, so he said to me, So um yeah, it's sixty uh, percent it is sixty percent less. So when he told me what it was, I was like well, that's a bit of a difference, isn't it? <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." So we said, but we did manage to get some sort of bonuses in there if, you know, if you were if you were playing. So yeah. I was like, "Well, I just, you know, you agreed it now, so yeah, too let's late just now, sign yeah. it with it." But that was, you know, obviously that was the the third year. And in essence, looking back now, probably, I, you know, it's just the way everything happened and yeah it, it probably would have been better for me as if it had all gone flat on its face because i wouldn't have had to be um been torn between two things obviously for yeah. me my family was the most important thing but seeing west ham struggle made it so much uh so much harder because you mm. feel that you're not part of it and you can't even if you're not playing well at least you have a chance to do something yeah when you're on the outside yeah. looking in the frustration just grows even more because you know you're not in that situation but uh, yeah so i did the three and to be quite honest with you um i think looking back now i probably would have gone again and done another year had wow. had it not been for the, the circumstances because i was feeling so good mm -hmm. uh, and i was not nearly come 39 nearly 40 when yeah. uh, in that final year but i wouldn't have had any qualms if i was on you. premier league was um, would have been too much but I would have had no qualms about dropping down into the into the championship uh, and playing just because I, I I love playing, but I just lost the love of playing football. It was just yeah. bizarre. It just went after everything that I'd done, and my mum and dad followed me everywhere, nearly every single game. It's just as if it was just it, I just wiped it away. Yeah, 
um and i just wasn't interested it was mm. such a weird such a weird feeling yeah well it makes i mean to be honest it was it, that was it was su- such an emotional he said you know you, you tear you know between a rock and a hard place and and you know, that's that hasn't happened before much in your career so it was you know and as you said it one of those things hindsight's a great thing isn't it you know we all we all look at hindsight and go oh, oh yeah, what we do, yeah exactly and but you know it, it's it for, for me i just think that you know you was you i mean you you and piercy together you know the two of you it was just such a you know I, it was so exciting because you know we'd seen you guys play you know hundreds of games for other clubs and you know that now you were playing for us and you were giving it your all and and and, and we knew that and you know and that's and to be no. a to be to be associated with a club to be be a you know accepted by fans it's not hard is it just got to put a shift in and have a go you know try and you guys bloody did it and that's why we loved you um and in terms of your your you know throughout your career someone because some of my members in, on the channel they, they send some questions in them one guy always asks the same bloody question all the time <laughs> but for different positions who was your toughest opponent in all your career do you know what people i got asked this question yesterday oh did they uh, okay. and i had to you know i always have to say to them what do you mean by tough because yeah. tough to me is ability Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ability. It's, ability. Yeah, it's not like how hard are they? I'm not interested. No, no, no. I'm not interested in all that. No, no. Um, uh, but my toughest opponent ever in terms of ability was Luis Figo when he played wow. for Barcelona. Wow. Boy, oh boy. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was some player. Yeah. Uh, and a few, uh, what is it now? It's got maybe four years ago. We, uh, Arsenal, I'm talking about now we played in a, vets two yep. two vets games against real madrid home and home and away for for charity uh and in the first game in in the uh Bernabeu, he he played yeah. uh, he's a lot younger than i am and uh i thought it was a friendly and he, <laughs> he tried to run me down the wing and do a step over and drop his shoulder in the first couple of minutes and i'm thinking this ain't no friendly uh, <laughs> So I had to, the second opportunity I got, I had to go home with a sliding challenge. <laughs> and I hope that he uh, took the hint and went the other side of the pitch, which he, he duly obliged. So I was very happy. <laughs> it, it was just, he was just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, in terms of his how strength, strong he was, wasn't sort of lightning quick. Yeah. But he was powerful and just the way he shielded the ball and moved the ball. Oh boy, oh boy, he was. Such yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, such a such a such a such a great man. But then a lot of your players again, if you're looking at Premier League, you know, a lot of I played against some fabulous uh, you know, fabulous I played against Kinchowski at Manchester United. Yes. You know, Beckham was a different type of player because he used to go into positions where really as a left back you couldn't go and mark him, so he was yeah. quite intelligent in positions he never really came up right against you uh okay. as, as a winger was and obviously not being overly quick uh myself i didn't like those fast little devils <laughs> uh, used to try and knock the ball past them run you but um you know back in back in our day you used to be able to get the first one free as they said you yeah used to be able to ask yeah, the referee yeah. <laughs> so it always helped well, that's the thing you know, well, let's be fair julian dix was a master of that anyway I say, julian so, dix, thomas repka people like that you know you, yeah yeah exactly i don't think how don't know how many games they'll play under var rules now but yeah it's uh 
different different day different game then different game then you can't you, you can't tackle nowadays you can't tackle no nowadays, you, no you, you can't no no yeah over, um, I, I think i could have got booked a lot for over aggressive tackling over aggressive i'm not tackling, even sure what that even means <laughs> yes your honor over aggressive i was over we had a we interviewed a uh michael hughes um from west Ham player and play for Wimbledon and Palace and and we're talking about the game he says do you know what Russ I know people like a lot of the 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 older players would say you know they couldn't play in today's game I'd love it because no one could tackle me yeah. I wouldn't be scared like if, like you know if someone like yourself you know I wouldn't yeah. be worried that Nigel's going to be running behind me or or Thomas Rett or someone you know like as yeah. a Bender, yeah, you know, you I can't, can't tackle from behind. Though. No, you can't uh, tackle. So that, that was that was half of my my worry when I got the ball. Not what I was going to do with it, but how far yeah. the fullback was behind me. So, um yeah, game's totally different now. Yeah, yeah totally it is different. different. And what a lot of people forget is the conditions of the pitches. Yes, you know, I think you know the game was a lot slower. You knew a lot of the time that your winger or your your full was going to take a touch, whereas now they can they can let it run and they can put it around the corner pretty mm. sure because the ball's moving quickly on the, on the surface whereas it gives defenders the opportunity to get close to your to your wingers because you knew really they weren't going to take it first time yeah it's just the surfaces some of them were just so once you got to christmas they were just it's just like a pudding wasn't it it was just yeah, it's yeah. just ridiculous and it, but it's like yeah, I'd love to. But it's like you know where I mean we we've obviously interviewed lots of lots of players from you know in sort of the you know from boys of eighty six and and the guy and you know guys in the sixties and stuff and they talk about the pitches and and then they talk about people like Trevor Brookin and and what would they do and Liam Brady's and what would they do on mm. the bowling greens of London Stadium and, and Emirates and Old Trafford. Yeah. It's it's so true. But the flip side, what would Messi do? On on, a, on an Upton Park December pitch, you know, in yeah. the in the eighties, I would like to see that one try, but uh, no, it's uh, it's a different game now. But yeah, it is. Yeah, it's totally different, man. Um, right, okay. So as I said, everyone we get on the channel, um, apart from Harry, actually, Harry didn't do an eleven. He got out of it, and a few others. Um, we put together an eleven of of the players that you played with during your time at West Ham. As I said, ninety four uh, first team appearances, three seasons, some great players great players and some not so great players as well to be honest as well that time as well well can um, we put them in as well you can put if you want to if you enjoy play if you enjoy play with them you can put javier margas in if you want to um god bless him or, or hayden fox or you had, had a few of them to be honest looking through it bless him um so we try and put together an 11 of the players you played with and it doesn't have to be the best it could be the ones you enjoy playing with it doesn't really matter much it's all a bit of fun it's all a bit of fun and we get the fans to do it as well and i think we're knocking about 400 interviews so far which is great so um Let's start. We'll start off between the sticks. You had some some good goalkeepers you you played under on when you was at West Ham. Uh, who would you pick in the Winterburn eleven? Uh, for West Ham? I think it's got to be uh, really uh, Shaka Hislop. Oh, love Shaka. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you spoke, but David James was there uh, as well. But um, Shaka's just well, it's just a likable guy, isn't he? So cool, isn't he? He's just, so yeah, cool. he's just yeah, he's a dude. Yeah, he's, uh, he's you know, he. I really, you know, I really liked it. I respected him as well. He's good, a good, good goalkeeper as well. Mm. So, you know, I had a, I had a little think about it and had a little sneak back because I had to sort of remind myself, make sure some of the players I was thinking about, I actually did make half an appearance with them before, even <laughs> or you know, even got say that. five you minutes say, with them. But you um, say that we talk about David James, right? We talk about JMO. Jamo did his 11. Da, 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 da. See you later, Rush. Yeah, no, no, no. The next day he was filming at West Ham, and I knew some of the guys he was filming with. And, and they texted me and they said, oh, They were talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, you went on Rusty's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. He went, and he's been for, he went for his 11 with, I think, 
I think Colton Cole was doing it in da, 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 up front. Da, 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 da. He went, Oh, David, you didn't, uh, you didn't pick Palo de Canio. He went, What? I didn't pick Palo de Canio. I think you do because I think, so I'm sure that there's going to be when I name the, this team that I've uh, picked that someone's going to say, But what about, but what about, but what about? It, it, does, it makes no difference because actually it's just that. I forgot about them. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're not any good. <laughs> it's not really funny. How many games did you play in your career, Nigel? So you know, it's, it's fair enough when you forget a few people. I forget a few. Know. I get do. I do forget a few people as well. Let me tell you, that's. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, are you one of these people? Yeah. Are you one of these guys who who remembers? I mean, I've interviewed people like Tony Cotter. He remembers every game he's played. You know, and every. Do you do you remember all the games? Do you remember or just you have certain highlights? Of, uh, you know, the good ones. I remember. Good ones. <laughs> The good ones or the bad ones, not the ones in the middle. <laughs> well, I've got a small piece of paper, so here's the good ones. <laughs> uh, but um, oh, no, I, I remember some stuff, and I do yeah. occasionally, if I'm honest with you, I do get, get the books out and go back through some of the years and yeah. have a have a little look about uh, uh, what what happened. But um, I, I got to admit, I haven't done a lot of research for this one, so I had a I had a quick think about. I, literally this team i picked was my first thought and then someone really? might turn up i i'm pretty sure i played with all of them at least oh, even if it was for only five minutes but someone's gonna say no no he's already like, gone but it doesn't matter because you play for west Ham and i liked him so that's it nige as long as you're here yeah, so it, it doesn't it doesn't matter the only one thing i can guarantee with you with this 11 is they were certainly all at west ham <laughs> good yeah <laughs> so we've got billy we've got billy bonds bobby moore yeah, yeah. <laughs> right okay who's gonna be your we've, first who's, who's your first defender then nights no, go on who's right, your first i'm going straight i'm gonna name my back players and you can go talk then. about them a little bit if you want so go i'm on. gonna go uh sebastian shem oh I, I love sebastian uh He's lovely there you go. See, that's a surprise for you already. I can tell you. Look on your face, Thomas oh, no, Rekka. Oh, this is, this is going to be good. Stuart Pierce, Stuart yeah. Pierce, and then obviously, as I'm picking my team, I've got to put myself in it. Else, why would I pick these guys? So I've got to put, put yourself in. in. <laughs> and if Pierce wants to go left back, then I've never played centre half, but Potsy gave it a go, didn't he? And he was he was um, little, so. We could have a little switch around in the modern game. We could switch around quite easy because that's what you're allowed to do. But uh, no, yeah. so I've got Shemel, Repka, Pierce, and myself. Nice, nice, um, nice. Reason, reason yes. I picked. I mean, Thomas was just Thomas Repka was just an animal, wasn't he? Let's be, yes. <laughs> let's be fair. Be honest, I always yeah. used to remember him. I used to follow him out of training. He had this darkened glass in his car. You used to see the window down a little bit and the smoke steam coming out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it always used to make me laugh uh, when I when I used to see him. Piercy just speaks for himself because he's just yeah. iconic. Everything yeah. that uh, you know in terms of you know his reputation, what he uh, uh, what he what he achieved. So um, yeah, that's my that's yeah, my nice. back that's, that's my a, back four. That's a tough so, back four. Um, there's probably yeah, yeah. there's probably oh, a few people will, will disagree. I kind of. Glenn, uh, Glenn Johnson, but was very, very young, but only okay, played, yeah, yeah uh, Stevie Potts, you know, I could have played him, but he didn't really play much when I, no, the when end, I came, but, love, yeah, yeah love, lovely guy. So I think yeah. that, my, if I'm honest with you, that my hardest was that back four. I didn't yeah. know, I, I wasn't quite sure 
uh, what to pick. The rest well, of it, the rest of it for me is so easy. Good. Well, uh, Sebastian. I mean, is... Sebast Sebastian's lovely. We had Sebastian on a couple of weeks ago. He's and he he is. I like. Oh, honestly, he's crazy. He's got yeah. um. He he's has got a, a. He's got a, a restaurant. Yeah, a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Called Upton Park. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely yeah. love it. And he's got a tattoo. His first season was oh. he was insane. And then yeah. I don't know what happened the second season because. He used to Cut disappear for weeks. Like, he's there. Where, he you, told me. Where, where you been? It's just like, oh, well, I've just been home for a few weeks. It's like, well, we've got games going on here. <laughs> well, he did. He said, he said to me, he went, yes, I said, because you had the hair, you had the Alice band. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then Trevor Sinclair scored uh, the game against uh, in, the, in Boxing Day. And I said he could cut my hair. So it was him and Thomas Repka, and I think Rio, they were all cutting my hair. And then I was shit for the rest of my West Ham career. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. Fair enough, Seb. It was like Samson. <laughs> Samson Delilah, bless him. Right, okay. For that, that one, yeah, yeah. Midfield. Midfield, go on there, man. Carrick, Cole, Lampard. Oh, Carrick, Cole, Lampard. Oh, nice. I mean, uh, just, I mean, also for what these, I mean, Joe Cole, let me tell you, I was um, sensational. He had a few injuries at West Ham. Yeah. Um, while I was there and uh, it's just huge. I just love playing with him or watching him play yeah you know just he wanted to to dominate the uh the football yeah. and then michael carrick and frank lampard i mean just even what they went on after if you like to achieve uh for me it was a it was a pleasure for to play with those guys for a short period of time sure and, and, uh, as, but, and as a as a, prof as a professional uh, you know as obviously you know not, not just not just west ham i think we, we, we arsenal hat on as well you know when you're doing trading and you know these young whippersnappers turn up um you know these youngsters i mean joe was just cracked getting into the side mm -hmm. and you know do you look at oh, he's, this guy's got something this guy's going to be because obviously there'll be people that have, have trained with you that we changed with the first team at arsenal and west ham and, and you're thinking no nah, he's not going to make it but some people just yeah this guy's this guy's master this guy's going to be good yeah i think so i think with uh with, with joe i always felt that because he'd been hyped for a, a long long yeah. time i think the one thing that even then back then was slightly concerning was the injuries that he he had picked up and you know you just worry that it's not only that you know the expectation of what people are expecting from you is you're missing training you're missing vital not only you're missing gains but you're missing training which is the important part uh, uh as well but uh yeah i mean that um you know if i think if uh you could have that midfield oh. I don't yeah. think too many people would would be too disappointed, no. would they? No, 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 not at all, not at all, <laughs> not a bad, not a bad midfield <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, isn't it? You think you think that you know that was that's practically sort of we had we had Tony Carr a while ago doing his my hammers eleven, and yeah. obviously he was he brought through a lot of these players, and he did his eleven, which turned out to be pretty much the the World Cup twenty ten squad because included yeah. John Terry who, who came through the academy and Rio and Glenn and da 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 da, which is ridiculous, honestly, just re absolutely ridiculous the 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 plethora of, of of talent we had coming through at the same time as well, you know all that yeah. time. you said Glenn Johnson as well and people like that mental, um yeah. right so we put those three in. Uh, yeah. who's three? Who's your front three? Uh, so TT Kamara, yep, Diawara. <laughs> <laughs> I always typed in, I always typed in TT, oh, that poor TT, Canio, yeah, Canuti, and Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh dear, you got me going on TT. TT, I thought, mate, well, okay, maybe he was a nice bloke. And, and then when you said when you did DOR, I was like, nah, he's, having, he's, he's putting my plonk now. <laughs> no, so Decanio, Canuti, and Sinclair. Oh, I love playing with uh, Trevor. Um, he's man. so much energy, great, great, uh, a great guy as well. Just uh, yeah, he, and uh, he had great legs that to, could cover me in the left back position, plenty plenty of times as well so uh, that was all right so um I was, I was quite happy with that but yeah so as as i said Joe, i think for me the the six from midfield three in midfield three up front was so easy yeah to pick i didn't pick uh obviously we've got jermaine defoe but he was just a young boy coming just starting yeah just starting then so you know i could have easily put could have easily put him in there with if he wanted if i wanted to say well, what he's achieved going you know if you knew what he was going to achieve i could easily put him in there yeah. but freddie canuti was such a great player you know so strong and powerful i i felt he should have maybe achieved a little bit more than he did he had all the attributes yeah. of a, a, that center forward type at that time mobile he was quick could mm. hold the ball up and at times you didn't quite know uh what he was going to do and then obviously uh with with paolo uh you know you knew that if he gave you the ball he wanted it back within less than half a second <laughs> <laughs> because he wanted to entertain so he always knew that he was only giving you the ball to get it back yeah but no is it, it i mean his 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 quality just to be yeah. honest with you it just spoke for itself so those uh that's my team those guys were uh, were just so easy to to pick really oh yeah so, good, team. Uh, it, good team so I, I i would like to say if i was the manager that i would be saying uh look guys i think we need to be on the front foot as much as possible yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's just let's just yeah play play attacking and we could see a lot of those you know that season we had like four fours and we'd we lost i think we lost seven one to blackburn away and then we turned over a derby forward you know so that that team would pretty much do that to be honest um and uh yeah that's a good team man that's a good team Nigel. it's not bad it's not but it's not bad for a for a for a little stab in the dark it's not that would i i be quite happy to to send that team out and see how it got on <laughs> exactly <laughs> no I, I said 45 minutes 45 minutes 46 minutes i, I, I did say 45 minutes absolute pleasure thank you so much for your for your time man i really really appreciate it it's not a problem at all uh great fun thank thank you very much cheers Nigel. And thank don't you just don't diss titi kamara Put, do you know what him and him and rigobird song, Riga you know, that, song that was yeah. the rio the rio money i never and, forget and, harry for buying Riga Bear's song in the morning of the I think it was the quarterfinals and he played him and he Good made thing. two errors and oh. we got beat I can't remember I think it was Sheffield Wednesday or somebody like that have a look in your history books and have a look yeah. I never forgive Harry for doing that bought him <laughs> and put him straight in the team unbelievable and we lost but that was, but that was Harry oh. wasn't it that was Harry <coughs> yeah good but feeling anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you had a feeling, and sometimes yeah. I paid or sometimes I did it. Anyway, for myself and for Nigel, take care, everyone. Stay safe, wash those hands, come in your eyes, and see you again very, very soon. Cheers, everyone. Bye bye.
Social Podcast Network.